Leslie's is bringing back Pro Days. Leslie's Pro customers can take advantage of chemical early buys, liquid subscription services in selected markets, and the newly launched Relager Rewards program. Ask your local store or salesperson to learn more. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of this podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. One of my group members asked me recently why don't pool service companies like servicing above ground pools and if he should bring them onto his pool service route. So I went over in a lot of detail of some of the reasons and some of the benefits of actually doing above ground pools or should I say servicing above ground pools and I'll go over some of those in this podcast for you. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So when I first started, I actually was the low man on the totem pole for the company I work for, and I was out in the Rancho Cucamonga, Rialto area, and so unfortunately, I was the guy that was doing the above-ground pools on the route. And these were really large above-ground pools. I don't know, everything back then seemed large. Um, but these were pretty big pools for the size of the ones that they now sell. And I think one of them was like almost 20,000 gallons. It was like gigantic. Um, so I was the unfortunate person that had to service these things. And I really didn't like it because... You know, when you go from doing an in-ground pool to an above-ground pool, there's a lot of differences. First of all, I'm not a giant by any standard. I'm only five foot seven and a half. I can throw that half inch in there for um, this podcast because you know, if you're doing above-ground pool service, they're typically three to four feet off the ground, depending on if there's a base or anything like that. So, reaching over to clean them is difficult if you're, you know, height challenged like myself. And then the other aspects of it that people don't like and I think one of the things that was mentioned was liability what if you pop the liner tear the liner you know who's going to pay for the replacement cost fortunately if you have general liability insurance you're covered for that kind of damage if that were to occur which is very rare to happen anyway in the first place if you treat the liner um, carefully you know if you ever service in-ground liner pools on your route the above ground liners are a little bit different you're going to have a little more wrinkles in them sometimes so there's a little more danger of tearing the liner, whereas the in-ground vinyl liner pools are pretty smooth. You don't have the wrinkles or problems like that. They make it pretty seamless when they install those. But the above-ground pools could be installed by the homeowner. And so the bottom could be bumpy, rough. It could have, you know, liner piled up in a certain area, a liner, part of the liner piled up in a certain area. And so one of the first things you're going to need to realize is that you can't use a standard wheeled vacuum in an above-ground pool. You may get away with it in an in-ground liner pool, but for an above-ground pool, there are just too many areas where you can get that vacuum cleaner um, stuck on an area of the pool, and you can actually tear the liner. So the first thing you want to do is not use a wheeled vacuum in an above-ground pool. I think one of the things that I make a point of when I have an above-ground pool is that I like to have an automatic cleaner in there, and so I don't even like vacuuming above-ground pools for that reason because of the danger of maybe tearing the liner. Um, so if you have an automatic cleaner in there, that eliminates 
the whole idea of needing to vacuum the pool anyway because that'll be getting all the dirt out of the pool for you. And then on the flip side, you want to also make sure that they had installed that above ground pool correctly and that you don't have those wrinkles in the liner because then it makes it difficult to maintain it. And so if the pool looks like it was installed poorly or not correctly, and then you'll notice things like that or maybe leaning on one side or some weird things that could cause liability, I would say not to take that above ground pool client. But the majority of them are going to just be fine. They're going to install correctly. They're going to clear the ground. They're going to put the sand base or whatever they had to do at that point in their area to get the above ground pool in there and level. And so you shouldn't have that problem. I just don't like vacuuming them for that reason. Um, so I'll have the customer purchase an automatic cleaner, you know, a Zodiac Ranger. Um, they make some navigator type bug cleaners for above ground pools. I prefer the bouncing type cleaners because they seem to do a lot better in the above ground pool. And so the Zodiac Ranger, the Zodiac Wahoo, would be my two choices for that. You could probably get one of those cheap $99 cleaners on Amazon, throw it in there, it should be fine. Um, they don't require a lot of suction, and that's why I mentioned those. They have a soft diaphragm, and you don't need a lot of suction to get them moving because the second problem you're going to have with above-ground pools is that the equipment is woefully undersized, and this is mainly because they really can't ship or stock an above-ground pool and then put a full-size pump and motor in there. It's just not going to work for them as a manufacturer. And so you're going to have these fish tank pumps, as I call them. You know, that's what it sounds like and feels like when you have one of these above-ground pools on your route with one of these 1 8th or 1 10th horsepower pumps and then a little dinky 20-square-foot cartridge filter. And they make these above-ground pools fairly large, and so you have 6,000, 8,000, 12,000 gallons of water in one of these above-ground pools running off of one of these fish tank pumps and there's no way you're going to get the circulation that you need. So try running a 10,000 gallon in-ground pool with a 1 10th horsepower pump with a 20 square foot cartridge filter and see how long it takes for it to turn green which would probably be within a week. And so with above-ground pools the first thing you're going to need to do if you want to take on these clients is to upsell them on some new equipment and for this member of my group, I mentioned that Raypack makes a really good above-ground pool cartridge filter and pump pump for that. And you can find these at um, your local Leslie's Pool Supply. If you have a wholesale account, you can definitely get a wholesale pricing on this equipment set to sell to the above-ground pool customers. And then opening up a wholesale account at Leslie's is very easy. You just go in there with a business card and talk to the manager and then you're going to get wholesale pricing and so Raypack makes these really nice cartridge filter pump combos basically they're not really attached to each other you have to kind of attach them I have a video on this and I think this is a great upgrade so you can get a hundred square foot cartridge 200 square foot cartridge and a one to one and a half horsepower motor pump motor and you're going to really see a big difference because this basically is the equipment you're going to need for an in-ground pool and so for the above-ground pool running off of a 200 square foot cartridge filter and a one and a half horsepower pump um, it's going to be a dramatic change in the flow and everything that goes with the above-ground pool and so upgrading the equipment would be one of the things that you're going to have to have the customer do and you know in some cases it's going to be six hundred seven hundred dollars to upgrade the equipment but it's a one-time deal let them know that you're not going to do this every year so one-time deal to upgrade the equipment, and then from that point on, you're going to have no problems with algae, with flow. 
you don't need to run your pool 24 hours a day like with those fish tank pumps. You know, basically, you're going to be able to run your pool like you would run an in-ground pool. And I definitely would recommend upgrading the equipment as one of the um, requirements of you maintaining that pool. Maybe not the same day you get the pool, but within a certain time period, they need to upgrade their equipment for you to maintain that pool. Otherwise, it's going to be a losing battle for you, and you're going to just be very frustrated with that above-ground pool. A lot of times, I know that when I was doing above-ground pools way back in the day, the customer would already have the idea to upgrade the equipment and that they had upgraded it. And so sometimes you'll run into an above-ground pool that they already had upgraded the equipment, which is great, and therefore you don't have any problems at that point. But that's not going to be extremely common. And so talking them in, talking them into upgrading the equipment is one of the key points of you being able to do above-ground pool service. And I definitely would recommend an automatic cleaner so you're not vacuuming it. And typically the above-ground pool stays fairly clean. The only dirt that's going to get in there is from... The kids that jump in and run around on the grass or the dirt area and go in there, you're not going to get a lot of dirt in the pool per se otherwise because they're set up pretty high and most people don't put the above ground pool underneath you know, a lot of trees where they're going to get a lot of debris in there. So another bonus there is that you can kind of pick your location for the above ground pool when you put it in the backyard. Sometimes there's going to be trees and so you have to clean it out. But a lot of times you're going to find that they put it in a good location where you don't have a lot of debris in there. And so they're pretty easy to maintain. Um, a couple of cautions as far as the chemistry. You can't really use tablets in there because of the vinyl liner and the fact that there's like zero acid demand. And so what's going to happen is that if you put tablets in a floater and let's say it's a 10,000 gallon above ground pool, that pH is going to drop in there pretty dramatically, pretty quickly because the pH of the tablet is below 4. It's around 2 or 3. And you're going to be adding... Um, acid to the pool basically with the tablets dropping it down. Another danger is that the tablet, the floater could tip over, tablet will spill out and then leave stains on the, the liner. You don't want that to happen. But I think the main danger is the fact that the pH is going to keep drifting lower and you're going to have, you know, rashes and burning eyes and things of that nature. Um, definitely you're going to have the equipment have problems and damage. So tablets are definitely out of the question. The good thing about the above ground pool is that the water, the chlorine stays pretty well in there. So if you have an above-ground pool and you keep the cyanuric acid at 30 to 50 parts per million, and yes, you're going to need cyanuric acid in an above-ground pool, there's really no difference just above-ground versus an in-ground. And so cyanuric acid level at the appropriate level, and then if you're using liquid chlorine, which I suggest, you can maintain that pool pretty well. If you have to leave a gallon with the customer to add to the pool at a certain time, that's fine. I wouldn't recommend Calhypo because that could stain the liner. Dichlor probably wouldn't stain it, but it has cyanuric acid in it. So you're going to raise your cyanuric acid level in there by using Dichlor. One of the things you could do is get a saltwater generator for it. There's different companies that make them. Intex makes one, and other companies will make one for an above-ground pool. You can't really use an in-ground pool saltwater chlorinator because of the piping. It needs a certain amount of straight pipe for it to work. And generally, above-ground pools have a really compact equipment area where you don't have the straight pipe required for it. And nor do you have, a lot of times, the space to put a standard salt cell in an above-ground pool. So you'd have to go with an above-ground pool type salt cell or salt system for it to work effectively. And there's really nothing inherently wrong with above-ground pools. It's just the fact that they're not designed to be um, like an in-ground pool 
because they're basically sold in a box and you install it and set it up and therefore you're not going to get the full size equipment in there and then there's a little bit more liability to think about if it's not installed correctly and there's like you know the liner's not flat on the bottom um, so you keep that in mind also but other than that I have never torn the liner in a bug ground pool when I was servicing it I never had that problem and you know usually you're not going to have any kind of issues with liability the main issue is going to be with poor equipment poor circulation and things of that nature versus any kind of equipment and then you're going to have to kind of learn above ground pool chemistry knowing that the pH tends to drift lower especially if people use the pool versus drift higher like in an in-ground pool and so you may have to carry some base on your truck like soda ash um, to raise the pH and alkalinity up and so those are important factors to, to know that you're going to have to have something to raise the pH up in the pool on your truck when you're doing above ground pool care and then you can't really use syringe tablets in there to give yourself a chlorine level week to week because of the low pH that they produce and also the fact that they're adding cyanuric acid to the pool and so the chemistry of it is very similar to an in-ground pool which is a slight um, adjustment because you can't use the 3 inch tablets if you are using 3 inch tablets on your route for in-ground pools know that you can't just translate the same chemistry formula and use it for an above-ground pool and so there's definitely a lot of those above-ground pools out there so if you have room on your route and you want to take them on there's really nothing wrong with them one thing about above-ground pool customers is that they're really easy going you're not going to have anyone calling and complaining if there's you know a leaf in the pool or, or dirt here and there they seem to be much more easygoing about it. They just want the water to be blue and clear and not have any algae. That's the main thing. And they want their kids to be able to jump in their above ground pool whenever they want to. And so that's what you're looking for. The good thing is there's no heaters, so you're not going to have any problems with the water temperature being really hot. They do stay pretty warm, though, um, because of the liners and, and the fact that they're um, usually a smaller body of water. Um, but you're not going to have a lot of those kind of problems. So... There are some good trade-offs with that and I think it's definitely worth looking at if you want to expand your pool route and you're getting people calling you about their above ground pools. I would see no reason not to take one on and try it out and see if you like it. Um, it's just one of those things that you're going to have to get used to the differences between that and in-ground pool. But once you do them for a while you're going to see that there's really not a huge difference in it. So it's definitely something to look at in your business model if you're getting a lot of phone calls with people with above ground pools in your area and definitely something to consider. And if you're looking for more resources, you can definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. If you go to the banner, there's a drop-down list. If you go to the banner, sorry, you can click on the podcast icon, and there's a drop-down list of all the podcasts I've recorded. With over 500 episodes, you can definitely find something that will help you out in your business there. And if you're wanting to enhance your business, you definitely want to check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining that including a discount on your general liability insurance. And so check that out at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a good rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at get skimmer backslash pool guy again that's get skimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app